Hi, everybody. Welcome to From the Top, a podcast where I, Jake Lewis, read to you the first chapter of a young adult or middle grade novel. Now, why do I do this? Well, I love reading. I love books. I am an English teacher. And there are a lot of podcasts out there about books for adults. There's not many that I have found for young adults, for middle school aged kids, or even elementary and and high school kids. So I wanted to share my love of reading, my love of books, especially books in this genre, with you. And I hope that you will like the selections that I have chosen and that it even gets you to want to pick up a copy of the book yourself and see how it all turns out. And let me also just say, bookstores are great. And if you're going to buy the book, I recommend independent bookstores if you have any in your area. But if not, libraries. Libraries are gems that you might not first think about. And uh, if you can find the book that you want to read at your local library, all the better. And hey, if you like the book after reading it, then go ahead and buy it. But um, on the other hand, buying a book is a nice way to show your support for the author's hard work. But I digress. So welcome to the show. This is our first episode of From the Top. And I thank you for listening in. To kick off our first episode of From the Top, I've chosen a book that I I really love. It's called See You in the Cosmos. And it was written by Jack Chang, C-H-E-N-G. And it was uh, published in 2017. So it's a fairly new book. And on this podcast, I'll read from current books, I'll read from some older ones. I like to mix it up. And uh, the general idea of this book is about an 11-year-old named Alec Petrosky who wants to launch his golden iPod into space. And the book is made up of a series of audio recordings that he puts on this iPod in the hopes that some other life forms or aliens will find it someday in space and be able to understand what Earth was like when our character lives or lived. Um, And as the book goes along, there's uh, some uh, interesting plot lines about Alex's family. He also has a dog that uh, he named Carl Sagan, who is the name of a famous uh, scientist and and writer, a real person who once lived. And uh, I, I really hope you enjoy this. And the chapters, as I said, are set up as recordings that uh, Alex makes on his iPod. And so the first chapter is called New Recording One. Six minutes, 19 seconds, which means that it took him six minutes and 19 seconds to 
make this recording. Let's see if I can do it in that time. All right. Here we go. Enjoy. Who are you? What do you look like? Do you have one head or two? More? Do you have light brown skin like I do? Or smooth gray skin like a dolphin? Or spiky green skin like a cactus? Do you live in a house? I live in a house. My name is Alex Petrosky, and my house is in Rockview, Colorado, United States of America, planet Earth. I'm 11 years and eight months old, and the United States is 242 years old, and Earth is 4.5 billion years old. I'm not sure how old my house is. Maybe you live on an ice planet, so instead of houses, you have igloos, and your hands are ice picks, and your feet are snowshoes, and you're covered in gold brown fur, like Carl Sagan. That's my dog. I named him after my hero. Dr. Carl Sagan, who was one of the greatest astronomers of our time. Dr. Sagan helped send Voyagers 1 and 2 into deep space and put a golden record on them with all kinds of sounds from our planet, like whales singing and people saying hello in 55 languages and the laugh of a newborn baby and the brainwaves of a woman in love and mankind's greatest music, like Bach and Beethoven and Chuck Berry. Maybe you've heard it? I found my pup, Carl Sagan, in the parking lot at Safeway. And when I saw him, he was dirty and hungry and hiding behind a dumpster. I said, come here, boy, don't be scared. But he was crying and curling his tail because we were still strangers at that point. I told him, I'm not gonna hurt him. I'm a pacifist. And I guess he believed me because when I picked him up, he didn't even fight me or try to run. Then I took him back to my house, and my mom was lying on the sofa watching her shows like she usually does. And I told her I got the groceries, but I got a pup also, and I'll take good care of him. I promise. I'll play with him and feed him and give him a bath and all the stuff you're supposed to say. And she said, you're in the way. So I got out of the way. My best friend Benji's mom would freak if he brought home a pup, but my mom, she doesn't care as long as I make us dinner and don't bother her when she's watching her shows. She's a pretty cool mom. I don't know what kind of shows you guys have, but the ones my mom likes are game shows and judge shows and shows with five ladies sitting in a fake living room. When I'm at Benji's house, we watch Cartoon Network because his family has on demand. And Benji loves Battle Morph Academy, and so do a lot of the kids at school. I think that show's okay, but I prefer the more classic cartoons like Dexter's Laboratory, to be honest. Pat Dexter's one smart kid. I hate it when his sister Dee Dee goes in and messes up everything. I'm glad I don't have a sister to mess up my stuff, especially when I'm working on my rocket. I do have an older brother, though. His name is Ronnie, but everyone calls him RJ, except my mom and me and some of his old high school friends, because his middle name is James. Ronnie's a lot older. He's more than twice how old I am. He's 24. He lives in Los Angeles, and his job is an agent. And I know what you're thinking, but he's not that kind of agent. 
He's not a spy or Bond, James Bond kind of agent. He doesn't fight terrorists or bust drug dealers or play poker with supervillains. He helps basketball and football players get shoe commercials. But he does go to fancy parties and wear sunglasses, so I guess it's kind of the same. Ronnie wouldn't let me keep Carl Sagan at first. He never likes it when my mom and me spend his money on stuff that isn't groceries or bills for our house. When I told him about Carl Sagan over the phone, he said, uh-huh, we can't afford a dog. I said, I think we can afford a dog because I've been getting the on-sale food from Safeway and making my own sandwiches for school instead of buying hot lunch. And also, I got a part-time job helping Mr. Bashir stack magazines at his gas station. I said, I've been saving the money for my rocket, but I can use some of it to buy Carl Sagan's food because he's not that big of a dog. And besides, you should come back to Rockview sometime and meet him in person. I mean, in dog before you make any brash decisions. That was almost a year ago, and Ronnie still hasn't met Carl Sagan in dog yet. But I'm sure when they finally do meet, that Ronnie's going to love him, because who can turn down that face? Huh? Who can turn down that face? That's right. I'm talking about you, Carl Sagan. Do you want to say hello? Come on, boy. Say hello. Carl Sagan doesn't want to say hello. He's just staring at me like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Is there a person in there? I don't see a person in there. There's no person in here, boy. It's just an iPod. You watched me spray paint it gold, remember? I'm making recordings so when intelligent beings millions of light years away find it one day, they'll know what Earth was like. Do you understand? He doesn't understand. Now he's looking out the window. He's easily distracted. So then I, um, what was I talking about? Anyway, I thought that maybe you guys already got my hero's golden record, but maybe you don't have record players where you are. Or you used to, but not anymore. The only ones I've ever seen are the used ones at Goodwill, and nobody buys them because iPods and iPhones fit in your pocket better. Also, this iPod can hold a lot more than a record. I already uploaded everything from the golden record onto here, and there was so much room left, and then I found out you can make recordings too. So I thought, maybe I could record some sounds from Earth that you haven't already heard. Plus, I'll explain everything that's happening behind the scenes while I get ready for my launch. It'll be like Blu-ray bonus features. There's so much I want to tell you guys. But it'll have to wait because Carl Sagan's sitting by the door because he wants to go pee and poop. And I still have to pack everything for my trip. I'll tell you about Sharf and my rocket next time. And that is the end of chapter one or new recording one from See You in the Cosmos by Jack Chang. That was about six minutes and 19 seconds. I think I was pretty close. I wasn't keeping track of the time. There's a lot of stuff in this first chapter that I really like. I like that it's the main character talking. It's his point of view. So we really get inside his head as a reader. We're going to get to know what he's thinking. And that's always interesting as a reader. 
because there's no other way in life that we can really hear what someone is thinking, their deep thoughts, apart from a book. And I have a feeling that this kid is going to have a lot of interesting things to say, judging from uh, some of the details in this first chapter. He sounds very smart because I don't know many 11-year-olds who would see the scientist Carl Sagan as their hero and know about Carl Sagan. Maybe I'm wrong, but being a middle school teacher, that tells me that uh, not only he likes science because he's building a rocket also, that, uh, you know, he is also sending an iPod into space, probably on that rocket he's building. Um, and he even painted it gold, like his hero Carl Sagan's golden record. And again, that was a real thing that the real Carl Sagan did. So we're not only getting this fiction story here, we're also getting a little bit of history. And I wonder if you can find the golden record on YouTube or somewhere else on the internet. I don't know. If it was sent into space, they probably didn't make a copy of it. Maybe they did. So that'll be something fun to just kind of see or hear exactly what our character here is talking about. And I also like this kid's sense of humor, like when he says Bond, James Bond, or when he pretends to be his dog's voice, his dog, what the dog is thinking. How many of us with dogs do that, right? We have a conversation with our dogs and we often do the dog side of the conversation too. At least I do. And people in my family do too. So I also like this first chapter and this book because it really sounds like an 11-year-old is speaking, not an adult author. That just shows you how talented this author is, that he can really sound like an 11-year-old. Because an 11-year-old would say that his dog has to go pee and poop, right? That sounds very 11-year-old-ish. And so in this chapter, we find out what Alex is hoping to do with this iPod. And just because, you know, I've read a lot of books, and I'm sure you can figure this out too, that it's not going to turn out maybe the way that he first intended it to. That doesn't mean that the iPod won't be sent into space, but there are some things that come up that, make me think there will be some complications along the way, including that bit he says about his mother and his brother. His mother doesn't really seem like a very loving mother, at least at this point. And it makes me ask, what's going on with the mom? Because she just sits on the couch and watches TV you see that Alex has to act a little bit older than he is by preparing dinner for him and his mom, and that his older brother, Ronnie, or RJ, is sort of like the father figure in uh, their lives. So I'm, I'm interested in finding out what made the mom like that. Why is she like that? 
And it also tells us how uh, Alex is probably a little bit more mature than maybe some other 11-year-olds because of how he has to take care of his mother. So I hope you like what you've heard on this, our first episode of From the Top. The book, again, is called See You in the Cosmos by Jack Chang. My name is Jake Lewis. If you'd like to send me a message with a comment, a question, or even a recommendation for a book that I could feature on a future episode, please do. My email address is fromthetopbookcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to this show so you'll know when the next episode becomes available. And until next time, keep reading. I'll see you again from the top.